The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to continue our series discussing how to create, promote, and operationalize an effective SEO strategy for 2019. Joining us today is John Shahada, who is the Vice President of Audience Development and SEO at Condé Nast. John oversees a team of experts across 18 brands spanning multiple departments, including SEO, social media, email strategy, and operations across brand initiatives and organic partnerships. And today, John is going to walk us through his SEO planning process and how he integrates both his businesses and team development requirements together to make an effective strategy. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. We're excited to have John here. So John, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Uh, hi, Ben. I'm glad to be with you guys. Great. Uh, question. Do I call you Ben or Benjamin? You know, I've I've been called both uh, and I've been called worse either way. <laughs> ben is Ben is fine. Okay, awesome. Great. great. So it's, it's great to have you here. Um, I want to start off by just, you know, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and about your role at Condé Nast. Sure. Thanks for the intro. Um, I am the vice president of audience development strategy, including three main areas, which are SEO, uh, which I have been doing for over 14 years now, social media, which I have experienced about 10 years or so, and email strategy and operation, which is about three years. So these are the main three areas that I focus on. I also focus on traffic diversification and organic partnerships. So what can we do with platforms like Reddit or Quora 
for smart news and so on. So that's another area that we, my teams focus on. And for the people that are listening that aren't familiar with Conde Nast, can you just give us an overview of what the company does? Sure. So Conde Nast is one of the top publishers worldwide. Uh, we have amazing brands, amazing uh, premium content. So you guys might be familiar with Wired, Vogue, GQ, Vanity Fair, New Yorker, uh, Glamour, Self, Pitchfork, and so on. Uh, I just want to make sure I didn't uh, forget anyone. So we have about 18 brands in U.S. and about maybe 50 to 60 uh, brands uh, worldwide. For those of you who are familiar with Condé Nast or, or maybe aren't, uh, one of the interesting things about the company is Anna Wintour is part of the leadership and she's a, a famous uh, influencer in the fashion space and specifically as the editor of Vogue and now all of Condé Nast as a whole. Uh, John, do you, do you actually do you, uh, interface with, with Anna at all? Uh, every once in a while, uh, she is the main lead for all editorial teams, oversee all the AICs within the company. Uh, she is my boss, uh, boss. But your boss is boss. And you said AIC. What is an AIC? Uh, Editor-in-chief. Editor. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes we use these uh, acronyms here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your SEO planning process. Can you give us an overview of just sort of the structure that you use to create a process? Is it yearly, quarterly, monthly? How long is the the planning process and, and what sort of the structure that you use? Sure. So everything starts with the business goals and objectives, right? And uh, the editorial initiatives and calendar for the year. So we, we start with these two, uh, figure out what are the important things for business and edit. And from there, we start building our roadmap. And our roadmap is based on quarters of the year, so Q1, 2, 3, and 4, and then uh, based on tracks. So for each of the tracks, we will define a few projects that are important for us to um, accomplish uh, during each of the quarters. Okay, so you're basically taking, since you're a content-driven business, you have some editorial objectives across each of your brands. You're looking at creating projects and strategies on a quarterly basis, but you're putting together an annual plan. Is that right? Uh, That's correct, yes. Okay. And you mentioned that you are focused on specific tracks. Can you give me an example of what you mean by a track? Sure. So I think for SEO uh, next year, we're going to be focused on uh, eight tracks. So... Content and tech are the main tracks that we focus on for sure. So content, all the major content initiatives. This is not a specific content idea, but more like a specific content strategy, right? Uh, We're going to focus on featured snippets, for example, or we're going to focus on content gaps, or we're going to focus on cannibalization and so on, right? So it's a strategy focus, not a topic focus kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And for technical aspects, like all the technical work that SEO uh, help with uh, working with all the other product and engineering teams. There is uh, tracks for audits, right? So we want to make sure that there are specific audits we want to do every year or every quarter um, that helps us with the strategy and what's needed uh, for our brands. There are a track focus on 
tools, right? Tools that we want to build here internally, tools that we want to uh, look to utilize maybe next year, uh, tools that we currently have and reevaluate if we continue working with the vendor or not, uh, and so on. Uh, these are the tracks that we work against uh, for each of the quarters. And then when we look at each of the quarters, usually we don't go more than three or four projects. And we highlight the projects that are must-have, knowing that we have a, a small SEO team it's very important to be agile and flexible. So we will highlight the one or two projects that we must have. And then the other uh, one to two projects are like good to have kind of a thing. Okay. So just to recap, you're, you're working on a quarterly basis and you're going to pick three or four priority projects for a quarter out of what you're calling uh, the eight tracks. And, and some of the examples of tracks are, you know, what are you doing to make sure that your content is relevant and effective? How are you using technology? You're doing some reoccurring audits, evaluating your tools on an ongoing basis. So you have these sort of eight priority pillars of your strategy and you're prioritizing and picking a couple of them at a time and really focusing each quarter on a couple of them. Uh, correct, yes. You, you mentioned that you have a relatively small SEO team. Um, I'm, I'm sure that you know the, the devil is always in the details of what relatively small is. <laughs> you work on a lot of brands um, and produce, a, a, obviously, a lot of content as well. Um, tell me a little bit about the structure of your team. Sure. So we uh, have a 16 members team. Uh, we have the head of SEO team. We have two SEO managers, uh, we have an SEO analyst, and we have an SEO engineer. Okay, so you have a, a six-person team, you have some leadership, two managers, uh, operators, and engineering resources. Uh, I wouldn't call them operator. They're more like uh, focus on analysis. Okay, a analysts. Analysts, yeah. And then, and then engineers to, to help you build out your technical needs. Yes. When you're building your plan, Talk to me about how you're basically getting inputs from the top down and the bottom up. Is your um, analyst and engineering team and, and your, you know, your managers, your functional area experts, are they feeding up what they think are the priorities? Or are you taking it from a top-down objective and then having them putting the operational plan together? So I think it works both directions uh, at the same time. So we look at each of our brands uh, to understand what's their business objectives and their editorial uh, initiatives, right? So we take this in consideration and then we work with each SEO manager. So the SEO, uh, the head of SEO team works with the SEO managers to figure out what have been the challenges of last year, what they want to accomplish next year and so on, taking in consideration the business uh, objectives and editorial uh, initiatives. Then merging these together and then making sure that we focus on the highest ROI, we start to filter out stuff that doesn't have a considerable ROI uh, in the roadmap. Then we come up with the plan. So it's not like a top down only. Uh, I think it goes both directions. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it sounds like if I had to boil this down to either top down or bottom up, it sounds like you're getting strategic direction from the top down 
and the operational plan is coming from the bottoms up. You're basically saying, hey, with this brand, we want to go this direction. How are you going to accomplish that from an SEO perspective? And then your SEO team is, is sort of building out the levers that they want to pull to steer the ship in the direction that the captain says to go. Uh, correct, yes. And we, we have a lot of input too with these kind of business initiatives and editorial, uh, the business uh, goals and editorial initiatives. So because I think our job is more like providing recommendations to business and edit teams on what the consumers are looking for, what are the latest trends uh, and so on from an SEO perspective. And at the same time, making sure the initiatives and goals are found and highly visible in search. So we work both ways. Yeah, it's interesting. One thing that sticks out to me is you're working across 18 different brands and you have your, what you mentioned are your eight tracks of focus that are important to probably each of the brands. Like each brand needs to think about its content, its technology, your, your vendors, your tools. But there has to be a level of complexity between the different brands' needs. How do you manage the complexity of 18 brands at once and come up with three or four projects that are going to span the needs of all 18 of those, you know, sort of unique properties? Sure. So different levels of complexity, right? One is working on projects that can benefit most of the brands, right? So unless it's a it's a really huge project that is only dedicated to one uh, brand like Mid Gala, for example, right? For Vogue, we have to make sure that the, the benefit of the project can go uh, to all the brands. So that's one of the criteria when we look at the ROI. Also the complexity of uh, how responsive the brand is, right? So there are different personalities, different brands, different uh, levels of responsiveness, right? So uh, this helps us or guides us in a way on which brands and which projects are better fit for that brand. Also, we look at the product and engineering availability, right? We look at their roadmap, what they're going to be working on next year. So I always say it's easier to align yourself with the company's goals and roadmaps than just to go completely off on your own roadmap and have no resources uh, to implement it. So we try to align ourselves very closely to the product slash engineering roadmap so we can get the most of the technical SEO uh, work through the projects that the company really cares about and so on. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, that's interesting. So you really have to work closely with specifically your engineering cross-functional partners to make sure that the projects you're prioritizing are not just something that are, are happening in theory or in SEO land, but they're actually getting implemented and built into the website across multiple different, or the websites across your multiple different brands. Uh, absolutely. I mean, so we try as much as we can, unless it's a critical SEO project, right? Uh, and indexation issues, crawlability issues, uh, we push these as much as we can. There are simpler projects that we do ourselves using our own SEO uh, engineer. But um, most of the time, we try to align ourselves with the engineering slash product roadmap and get uh all the recommendations and optimization we can get into these projects. Yeah, it's interesting. It sounds like there's lots of different influential factors as you're figuring out what what projects to prioritize. You know, you mentioned you do it on a quarterly basis and you're picking off three or four high priority projects and you're looking at the editorial team's needs, you're looking at what the engineering team's roadmap is, what the, you know, more operational part of your team is focusing focusing on as well. And that all leads into your decision for, you know, which projects are, are going to get flighted and which ones are going to be red lighted. Uh, absolutely. In a, in, a, in a complex metrics uh, like our organization, you have to align yourselves with so many other teams, right? You can work um, in a vacuum or in a silo. Um, and this is how you get stuff done, right? So we work closely with product and engineering. Yeah. We work closely with design. We work closely with the editorial teams. Uh, we work closely with the business. Uh, we work closely with consumer marketing and so on. Yeah, I think that I'm, I'm sure that it's magnified in a large, complex, matrixed organization like yours. I think that that's also just a problem that people that work as SEO specialists face in general, right? You You are almost a consultant in your organization and always going to be dependent or working very closely with a large set of constituents across multiple different business units? Yeah, we don't give mandates, right? Like as an SEO, um, we give recommendations. We provide advice. We are consultants on best practices, right? Uh, But in the end of the day, it's our the business objectives and needs, our strategic uh, partnerships and relationships with the the stakeholders and the company, um, we work through influencing them uh, to adapt these projects and show the value of these projects. Yeah. I want to turn the conversation a little bit more to talking about, you know, sort of reflecting the needs of your team as you're putting together your SEO strategy, you're figuring out what your priority projects are for each of the, you know, the four quarters of the year. How are you 
taking into consideration the developmental needs and the career pathing for the six people that are on your team in, in SEO? Sure. So one of the things we take in consideration is we are a small team considerably for 18 brands, right? So that's why when I said we set the projects for each quarter, we highlight the ones that must have versus the ones that good to have, right? So because we know there's so much going on uh, that it's almost impossible to get everything done, right? So one of our team values for for our team and other teams within the organization is focus, right? How you can do, uh, how can you focus based on RI and so and so other like uh, KPIs um, into selecting and prioritizing projects and uh, being comfortable saying no, right? So that's one thing. The other thing is because we have so much on our plate, it's very easy to get into the day-to-day kind of a job and neglect uh, training, knowledge, and so on. So a part of our weekly meetings, for example, is we spend about maybe 20 minutes on sharing new stuff that the team learned, read. Whenever there is a conference that we think that is was really useful, we give each of the team members one of the presentations so they can speak on at the weekly meeting. So this is so important for growth because if you just focus on what you do, you're going to continue doing the same things you have done two or three years ago. And SEO, as you know, keeps changing all the time. So you need to be uh, aware of all the different strategies and tactics and new ways of doing SEO. So that's a very important thing. Third, I would say uh, it's very important also to have a clear career path within the company. So if you get hired as an analyst or associate manager, uh, you get um, a document that tells you what's the career path uh, for this position, right? So you know that an analyst will become an associate manager, associate manager will become a manager, a manager will become associate director, and then a director and so on. And for each of these, what is the level of expertise and the skills needed to fulfill uh, this role? It's not just years of experience, but also uh, must have skills for such role. Yeah, you bring up a couple interesting points here. All you know, focusing on ongoing education, and and we talk a lot about this on the Voices of Search podcast. How you know the the landscape of, of Google and search is always evolving. And so it makes sense that, you know, prioritizing, staying up to date and knowledgeable about your industry has a positive business impact and is something that you should dedicate time to. And then there's the notion of career pathing. What I'm interested in hearing is as you're putting together your strategy and you have, for me, what I would consider a relatively large team for SEO, even though you're, you're covering a lot of ground with 18 different brands, you have six different personalities and six different career agendas and they have you know their targets for what they're trying to accomplish in their career and you're trying to hit your business objectives so how do you balance sort of the quantifiable business goals driving revenue increasing visibility making sure that you're crawled and indexed with some of the non-quantifiable goals you know building the career skills, the communication skills, the ongoing education, learning the ability to say no, developing managerial experience. 
How does that fit into your planning process and your goal setting? So for goals, we we split the goals into business goals, uh, professional goals, strengths, and areas of for development, right? And some of these goals are easily quantifiable, right? It's like uh, working on X number of projects per brand or something like that, right? Uh, while others, it's hard to measure. It's more on the quantitative end. But the split between business and professional uh, goals, uh, so we have, I think, uh, two to four business goals and one to two professional goals, it will allow us to work on both sides at the same time. So one of the professional goals, for example, for um, the SEO head of SEO team is to speak at at least one conference this year, right? So since this having, uh, having this as a goal, then you can work with them and making sure is like what are the different conferences you can contact um, uh, moderators try to get them in work with them on presentations and so on right so this is more in the professional aspects and the career uh, development and then with the business goals you focus on what's happening on the business right uh, and so on yeah. Do uh, do podcast visits count as being a speaker? Because we have space in the rest of the quarter. Love to have your your head of SEO join the join the show. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I, I think I mentioned to you this is my first uh, podcast ever, and I think uh, uh, you guys converted me. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> podcast will be an important thing uh, we uh, do uh, going forward. Well, it's a it's a growing medium. And from an SEO perspective, I find that it's been an effective one for search metrics and for some of my personal brands where uh, when you record the audio content, you could repurpose it, you could transcribe it and turn it into summaries. And that's, you know, a lot of what we're doing here at search metrics is repurposing conversations like this to be both, you know, content that can be consumed while people are on the go, but also, you know, written content as well. Um, but going back to talking about sort of the career development and how you're managing and combining your business and personal goals, as the leader of the team, how much time are you focusing on prioritizing the team development and what your team needs? And how much are you focusing on building the business strategy? Is it a 50-50 split when you're putting your strategy together? Or, you know, is it 90% of the time you're just trying to achieve the business objectives and, you know, the personal development will come if the team succeeds? I think with all honesty, I think it's a 90-10 kind of a split. I would love to do more uh, on the professional and the career side. Uh, But the nature of our industry and uh, how demanding it is and the changes in SEO all the time, it makes it harder, but at least 10% of our efforts are focused on the career development. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're running a business and the main objective has to be that the business thrives, succeeds, and grows. People is obviously uh, an increasingly important part of that. You know, it's people that drive the business, um, but it makes sense that the, fi- the focus is really more of a quantitative set of goals. Um, any last words uh, in terms of putting together your planning advice for, you know, the SEO leaders and some of the operators that are listening to this show about how they can create a more successful SEO plan for 2019? Sure. We do a six-month 
evaluation uh, because you have to be agile, you have to be flexible. Uh, things do change in the organization. So once before we hit the six month uh, mark, we evaluate what took place in the past six months and are there any major changes to the plan into the next uh, six months. Also, most of the time we're able to fill Q1 to Q3, sometimes Q4 is hard to uh, fulfill, uh, like to, to plan early on. So we usually in Q, end of Q2, uh, beginning with Q3, we start looking on what we do in Q4. So it, it's not like you don't, you must have every quarter, every track uh, planned out for the whole year. But at least the first two quarters of the year should be uh, well planned. It does sound like in a perfect world, what you want to do is tackle your biggest, most strategic projects first because the landscape and your prioritization, funding, all those things can change over time. So if you've got a big strategic project, don't delay, get started on that first. Absolutely. Okay, great advice. John, I really appreciate you joining us. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with John Shahada, the Vice President of Audience Development and SEO at Condé Nast. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting John, you can find a link to his bio in our show notes, or you could shoot him a tweet at jshahada, that's J-S-H-E-H-A-T-A on Twitter. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Uh, if you have any general marketing questions or if you'd like to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Schaap. That's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. And lastly, if you've enjoyed this show and you're feeling generous, we'd really love for you to leave us a review in the iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcast. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.